Hey guys, this is David. We wanted to let you know about an exciting opportunity we don't want you to miss out on. We are hosting our annual Awaken Conference Labor Day weekend in Dallas, Texas. Join 4,000 other young adults from all over the country and world to be a part of seeing an awakening of the hope of the world, which is the church of Jesus in our generation. Go to theporch.live to get a ticket before they sell out. Hope to see you at Awaken 2022. Welcome to Views from the Porch, a lifestyle podcast where we have weekly conversations about some of the biggest challenges young adults face today. Our desire is to use God's word and our experience leading thousands of young adults at the porch to challenge you, push you, keep it real with you, and walk alongside you as you navigate your defining years as a young adult. For more info on the porch, visit theporch.live or follow us on social media. And with that, here's this week's episode. What's up, guys? This is David. We're back with another episode, Views from the Porch, coming in hot, J.D. Rogers. What up? And Mrs. Becca Kepto. Hello, hello. What's up, guys? What's up? Hey, did you know the Mavs and the Stars Dallas fans are both in the playoffs right now? I Okay, I'm kind of confused. I thought that, like in the NBA, everyone went to the playoffs. No. No, they have different divisions, and it feels like that, though, because they're so long. It's like two months. of. I felt like everyone went and, like, played a best of seven. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, like, <laughs> if you won the best of seven, then you went to, like, the real playoffs. Dude, Say I'm, you're outing yourself I'm right now. so shocked. As not being a sports guy. You don't know this. This is not me outing. I've been this way. Nobody goes to playoffs. I ain't outing nothing. This is who I've always been. <laughs> in Or no, there's not a sport where everybody makes it to the playoffs. Gotcha. What I meant by that is... I thought everyone got a game of seven, mm. and then if you won that, then you got then you went in. to the playoffs. No, no, no. It's like March Madness. It's like not everyone makes it into the bracket. Gotcha. But that's not what we're talking about. No. Nope. What do y'all want to talk about? Today we're talking about, is self-confidence wrong? Mm. This is going to be so good. I'm self- excited for this one. Confidence. Yeah. What do you mean by self Is it wrong to want to be confident? Like, in your own skin, and who you are, your personality, how you look. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think that at the end of the day, maybe not, but every person would say, yeah, I want to feel confident in, my, like, in who I am. Yeah. And so is that wrong? Can that be changed? And what should we do? Well, let's see where it goes first, and then we'll talk about what yeah, we Yeah, like anything, you got to like define terms. So if by self-confidence... There's this whole self-focus. Y'all remember Maslow's hierarchy? No. No. You don't remember that? The self-actualization? <laughs> There's like a pyramid. You didn't learn this stuff? No. no. Oh, you for sure did. Maslow's hierarchy is that pyramid. Somebody out there listening knows exactly what I'm talking about. And it basically was Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Here you go. Let me show you. This won't be able for anybody else to see, but y'all can see. Boom. At the top of the pyramid... Is really self-actualization or self-focus. And our society has like embraced that full sin. Yeah. Hey, you should embrace who you are. Your gender has nothing to do with your physical uh, components. You should embrace your sexuality. You should discover and do you and embrace you. That's not a biblical idea. And when the source of your confidence or the source of your security or the source of anything is just yourself, you're in a dangerous place. Because the Bible says that we're all broken. We're all sinful. We're all imperfect. We're all... Uh, flawed, 
And if I find my confidence strictly in all of that, it's a recipe for not having either accurate confidence or a self-deluded or in denial confidence. And rather, I should find my confidence in who God says I am and in God himself. So, yeah. I don't think that a lot of people that are listening to this are necessarily fully relying on self. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of culture is for sure. Totally. Like, I think a lot of culture is like manifest it queen, like d- sure. d- self-care, yeah. no negativity and all that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we are. Anyways, <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> as a species, we are going down. But I do think, so I want to like get very, like we're going to go to like a niche Let's set do of it. people. Yes. Let's do it. So you love God. Mm-hmm. And you know that God is where confidence should come from, but you wake up and you want to put on, you look in the mirror what outfit you're going to wear. Yeah. Because you want to like feel good in what you're wearing. Mm-hmm. And you're wondering, how does this make me look? How does this shirt fit? Yeah. Because I want to feel confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or then I'm going to work out at some point today because I want my body to look a certain way because I want to feel confident. My decisions in what I eat... I want to eat something that's going to keep my body looking that way because I want to feel confident. Like, is that pursuit to feel confident? And so you you yourself are making those decisions. Yeah. So it kind of feels like it's up to self. Mm-hmm. Is that desire to look a certain way, be perceived a certain way, especially when you're single? I feel like when you're single, this is like rampant. The older you get, that's why... Josiah was wearing flip-flops earlier. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, we had a I check I can't in. wait for him to listen to this. Side note, if you're listening and you're a man and you wear flip-flops, we need to talk. We no, are. Let's not do, if you're at the beach. Let's do a views from the porch on flip-flops. Let's just call, because, it, call it flops. Yeah. Um, wait, but keep going. But the older you get, the, like, the more you have like security and like, my wife loves me, my kids love me. My community, like, you know, I, I just don't, I'm not looking to get approval by much. Totally, anymore. yeah. Yeah. I still think that you've still faced it to some way or some degree. Yeah. Your whole life. But like when you're single, especially, it's almost like every decision you make, the more confident you feel, the more confident you'll be and the more attractive or people will want to be around you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is that? What is that? Is that wrong? Yeah, well, I think it's part of human nature. And where it gets wrong is when we make it an idol and I begin to um, worship the way that I look. And I would, no one would put it that way, but I spend a lot more time focusing on how I look on the outside than who I am on the inside. And uh, the Bible would say, that's just a bad bet. The character you have and the person you are is going to be with you for the rest of your life. And no matter how many bicep curls you do, eventually time and space and gravity, you're going to lose that battle. And the battle of the bold will be with you for the end of time. And so it's just a misplaced prioritization. The Bible says that you and I are to, like, let's talk about external beauty, that we should focus rather, First Peter chapter 3, verse 4, on the unfading beauty of a gentle spirit, which is of great worth in God's eyes and God's sight. So I think it's natural. I think it's human nature. You'd almost have to ask a question and um, because on the scale of, here's a hot take. There's so many things we accept society-wise that uh, are a reflection of how we have let culture shape, not even sinfully, just unintentionally, how we think about things. Like think about makeup. 
the average girl today, the vast majority wear makeup, right? Yeah. And makeup is expensive. Let makeup me is expensive. And why do you wear makeup? Because we want to look good. We want to feel good. Yeah. You know how many animals are murdered for you to look good? And feel mm. good? That's a lie. That's you need to do some more research. Well, yeah. What are, they, what are they killing to make seals? Like, no. Okay. Maybe some products. This is we're getting down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Go back. Go Anyways, back. all I'd say, they, the average person, and they don't think anything about it. It's societally just become normal, and um, and you know, should a person wear makeup? Like, is that a thing where they are idolizing? And I think you can wear makeup and not have a heart that's idolizing that. And I think you can wear makeup and have a heart that is idolizing that. Mm-hmm. Or you can have uh, a regular exercise routine. And not be idolizing the way that you look on the outside, or you can have a regular exercise routine and you are idolizing it on the outside. And that takes, you know, self awareness, self reflection, being willing to go, hey, is this something that like has become an idol inside of my life? And if that's the case, then it's probably wise to take a fast from it, to make decisions that, man, this is not gonna be the guiding force. I'm gonna prioritize working on my inside more than how I look on the outside. Okay. Becca, do you have something to say? No, go ahead. I I feel like, again, but then how do you determine that line yeah. of idol yeah. versus... Totally. Like, because I, I, I feel like it's like the air we breathe almost. Yep. Which then I think someone would classify as an idol. So how do I not... Because then you have people who jump to the other, they swing to the other side and they're like, because I don't want it to be an idol, I won't have an Instagram. I, I will wear intentionally i'm gonna wear new balances from uh, i'm literally wearing <laughs> new balances right now oh this is, wow i love my new balances okay and you're just a then hater i'll say i'll say not new balances um I thought new starters balances great, man starters from walmart yeah and like not 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 that anything wrong is wrong with that i'm saying but they're intentionally trying to go to the other side yeah and be like i'm gonna wear long basketball shorts and a Hanes t-shirt just to prove that you shouldn't care about this stuff. And anyone who does you sinful people or like, man, that pastor, I would never follow that pastor because look at what he's wearing. Yeah. And like who, who cares then what he has to say? Cause he's clearly is like, makes an idol of self. Yeah. So how do you, this is where all the different examples you just gave is why it's really important to not be quick to judge motive and assume things and to project our own insecurities, our own motives, our own things. Because to your point, J.D., you just said the guy who, hey, he his image is, uh, I don't want to be on Instagram. I, my image is the guy who's not on social media. I'm the guy who doesn't care, and I want people to see me that way. Mm-hmm. It's still an image thing mm-hmm. of the person who wants to be seen as like the you know, influencer on social media. And not be driven by the opinions of other people and also not be quick to project motive on here's why Becca is wearing or does what she's doing or exercises like they do. Like that's that's a common example. Man, she's so fit. She clearly has like an idol of, you know, or like an eating problem because she's so well fit. And there's mm-hmm. jealousy that is is uh, cloaking your projection of motive onto that person. A better use of time is to ask the question, man, is there anything that I'm prioritizing or idolizing in front of God in my relationship, or is this an idol in my life and self-reflecting there? And ask other people in your life if they think it is, but it's just not a good productive use of time, and it's it, it's not going to help them. It doesn't help you for me to look at JD and assume his motive, and I know this, and I know this, and I know this. But it, to your point, it is a line. 
I think that's what my why I brought up the makeup. Yeah, is like somebody may say, "Hey, you shouldn't get Botox," but with the same mouth, you could say, "Well, I don't know that you should put on makeup." Yeah, Becca. Now that we've brought up the Botox, I feel like a lot of girls, at least that I hang out with, and I really feel like it's common. So DM us if you don't think it is. But I feel like more and more these days, girls are getting work done. That can be plastic surgery. That can be Botox, lip fillers, Mm -hmm. you name it, laser hair removal, everything under the sun that you can get done these days. So I know a lot of people who have work done, and they just say simply that it's something they wanted to do to help themselves feel a little bit more confident. Yeah. Is something like that not biblical and wrong? I think it comes down to the heart, just like the first thing, because what if somebody had um, like a cleft palate, like kids are born right, and they have to have reconstructive surgery, like super common. Um, would we say that's wrong? Most people would say no. But then would you say having maybe somebody had um, a car accident and they it, it damaged part of their jawline and so they had a jaw reconstructive surgery, uh, would you say that's wrong? Most people probably would say no. And there are artificial um, boundaries that we kind of create in our own minds. I think it comes down to, man, is this an idol? Is this something that I am more focused on the way that my lips look than the words that my lips speak? Am I more focused on what people perceive and how I look and and my form and my curves over my character? And I think that is just like um, dangerous grounds. Like I have a friend who had to have plastic surgery because she had had cancer and had to have a double uh, mastectomy. And yet most people would say, oh, that's totally fine. Um, as in like, we just create these artificial boundaries and I'm not encouraging one way or the other. I think it really comes down to the heart. And I think a lot of people deceive themselves and they're not honest in saying, I really do kind of have an idol of the way that I look and, but I don't really care. I think that in, especially in singleness and I've faced this a lot. I think that a lot more people will, I think they use self-confidence as a cop-out and they actually want to be chose and affirmed, but they don't want to seem thirsty or desperate or like they need people, so they put it in the name of self-confidence. They're like, no, I truly am just doing this to feel good about myself, to do this about how I feel. And it's like, no, you really do want people to think you're beautiful. Yeah. And like you want them to affirm you, and you need to just accept that. Totally. I almost would be more like, they're like, you know what? I'm out here trying to get chose, so I'm doing what it takes. Like, you know, yada, yada. It's like, I almost would, like, so I'm in the gym working out because I'm trying to get a man to, like, see that I'm up in the gym working in my fitness. And if that's <laughs> what he wants, that's what he gets. Like, almost that, then, like, no, because I I want, like, the, like, the almost shunning that in the name of self-confidence. I'm like, well, why aren't you already fully then, like, if, self-confident sure yeah if there's a metric like what's the line like how when do you finally get to then where you're self-confident like what's the line for you and so i think that a lot more people need to be honest with their motive like you're saying of just like the why behind everything they do and i i have a lot of friends who have lip injections yeah me too (laughs) look man i'm one of them i get them every (laughs) thursday And uh, you think yep. this is natural? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a, a joke in case people don't get that. Okay. They know. But <laughs> like, clarifying. But, you know, I I don't have... Here's where it would like... 
I don't have like a right or wrong discussion. I I just don't like in today's world. Like I just, anyways, I won't get into that right now. But I think what I would what would grieve me is if that decision was led by this insecurity because they don't feel like they're enough. That's where I would be like, man, um, who told you that? And I would want to like just care for my friend in that way. And I think a lot of people are like arguing about right or wrong. And it's like, I would just want to know what in your heart led you to the decision. And there's, is there something that I can help as a friend inform that that's lacking? Cause I love you. And I want you as a, at a soul level to know who you are and what God thinks of you than to get into the semantics of did you make the right or wrong decision. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because a lot of times it, we can associate our value with how we look. Mm-hmm. And your value has nothing to do with someone made in the image of God, someone who was uh, someone so valuable Jesus would die for, and yet the way that we look, our appearance, our physical fitness, the culture around us tells us our value, our worth is associated and tied with that. Just like it can tell us our worth is associated with our relationship status, and to be secure enough and in a place where you go, man, that just doesn't, whether you have it or don't, it doesn't It doesn't impact my security in Christ, my confidence that comes from the Lord, and the value that I know that I have because of someone made in the image of God. Yeah. I think for me, I'll, I'll get personal on mine. Like, I, I have been kind of like working out differently since I moved to Dallas. And when I first got to Dallas, I think what motivated me was I realized there was this like fast-paced culture. I came from a slower town, College Station, and there was this like fast-paced upkeep way of life here that I didn't expect. And it was kind of like you stuck out if you weren't. Yeah. In the gym, at work, yeah, drinking your shake, all these different things. So I just quickly like jumped in because I didn't want to stand out and like be the, you know, whatever, the person that stuck stuck out <laughs> and whatever I was when I got here. And so I had to quickly kind of realize, oh, I'm not working out to be healthy. I'm working out to fit in. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that I had to stop working out. I had to just present my motives every day to the Lord because I think a lot of people want it to be right or wrong. Yeah, and we're just sinful, like you said. There's just a nature in us that's gonna lean, like it's gonna always lean, wanting to like gratify the flesh, and you gotta you gotta present it, and go and pray honestly, and let the spirit that Jesus says is a greater helper than even he was when he was on earth, like let that spirit help you. And so for me, before I work out, I just like I like to like kind of get into that headspace and just bring it to the spirit kind of like preaching, David, I would not ever ever be able to preach if the qualification was to not care what people thought. Because there would be, even if it's just .0001, there's a .001 that wants them to laugh at that joke or something. So the qualification is actually surrendered to the Spirit and trusting that He will continue to convict and sanctify the parts of me that are fleshly and then do the rest through his work. And so that's the same with this kind of stuff where I feel like it's like, hey, I want the motivation. I want the motivation to be spirit-led. Does the why work out to be, to trust that this is a body that I'm called a steward. It's the temple of God. Yeah. That was bought with a price. Therefore, I want to treat it like such. 
but then and any anything that wants to do it for vanity would you reveal and remove would you just reveal it and remove it and that i think a lot of people get like so caught up in the black and white that it just creates no movement at all and so that's where we just got to like i think just doing a lot of a better job of just presenting it and then letting the spirit do a work. Totally. That makes sense? Yeah. You, you're basically giving them handholds on the heart issue because it's a heart issue. Yeah. It all comes down to. No, it's really good. And I think people want episodes like this to give, like they often want us to give them a right or wrong. Yeah. And we're like, that's not actually feeding you properly. That's, that's, that's diminishing your ability to learn from how to listen to the spirit. For sure. And listen to your community. We're not your community. Mm-hmm. And so like, they know what you're walking through. So if you're like, hey, I'm going to get lip injections, and they're like, huh, she was broken up with two weeks ago. She's been crazy about her eating and her working out in the last two weeks, and now she wants to get lip injections. I'm going to ask the question, hey, why I care about you? Is this because he left you and now he's dating the blonde girl down the street? Like, what's informing this decision? We don't get to have that history of you. Totally. So we can't tell you why or why not you should do something unless it's just blatantly in God's word. Yeah, I think that's so good. I want to speak to the females really quickly because I think oftentimes we know that um, our self-confidence is assumed that we want to be confident for the opposite sex, where in reality, I think for females, a lot of it's actually comparison with other females. I know that for me, um, my personal story is like growing up, both of my sisters were really tall and skinny. I'm 5'4", curvy girl, and so I always was comparing myself with my sisters and also all of my friends, um, oftentimes growing up in the beach in Florida, go to the beach every weekend, wearing swimsuits all the time. So it's just hard. You're constantly comparing yourself to other females. And so it's just truly coming back back down to what you guys were talking about before, being so confident just who God created you to be and making sure that your heart's in the right place with that. That's good. I love it. Man, that's all I got. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, like what I hear is like, like surrender it, like, like be willing to bring it before like the spirit of God in you, but then also make room to listen to what it's convicting you to do. Cause a lot of times I think we present things already having our answer. Totally. We want something just to affirm it. Mm-hmm. Same with God's people. So like God's spirit and God's people, God's people bring it to decisions before them. A lot of times when someone comes to me and says, I did this, I am way more like, red flag mm-hmm. because I'm like everything else in your life you've brought to me even down to like should I go to this weekend trip or like whatever like so the fact that you did that so quickly and without and for me such a big decision it makes me think oh I didn't want someone to contradict this and it probably wasn't best and so um, those two things I think is a great place to start in decisions like these that are a little more in the gray totally and prioritize the internal over the external. Mm-hmm. That's it. Unless you guys got something else. Nope. nope. We will see you next week on another episode of Views from the Porch. Thank you for listening to Views from the Porch. For more information about the porch, follow us on social media or visit us at theporch.live. And as always, go in peace and love to serve the Lord this week.